This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to today's Living Hope, and it is Happy Mother's Day. So all of your mothers out there, we are saying Happy Mother's Day to you. And what a gift that we have had to have mothers in our lives. You know what? I really do believe I'm still feeling the prayers that my mother lifted up for me all those years. And I am so thankful. So no matter where you are and how you're listening, we're saying Happy Mother's Day to you. And I would say two-thirds of our program today is about mothers helping moms, stories of moms, and just really celebrating your day. And um, I also know that some of you out there are missing your moms. And I also know that some of you are saying, man, I cannot wait until I am a mom and God blessing me with that blessing for you in the future. And some of you are preparing to be moms now. So no matter where you are, we're saying happy Mother's Day to you. And we're celebrating that. I'm so excited because it's such an important, important day. Hey, and then we're also going to have, let's see, I'm going to have Jennifer Ford Berry on the first hour, and she's going to help us with organization. And you know what? I just wanted to treat you guys with just some helpful hints and talking about things that matter and a chance to win a book. And then we're going to have Rob Palazunski on from um, Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry and then Dominic Zaccarelli. And I'll tell you, he has a story about his mom that is so inspirational and it's going to be such a blessing. You know, today's Living Hope program is different every week. So next week, we're going to have... Jim Walton, and we're going to talk about some things about the Bible. And then we're going to have CBB, Christian Business Board, on, and so many other things that are happening. Thank you to National Day of Prayer. Oh, I was so excited for the prayer that happened Thursday night at the Buffalo State Park down by the water. I had the privilege of praying for media, and oh, we just prayed and prayed and prayed in all the areas and God is going to bless and God is going to answer and we're so excited. Well, I'm going to have some prayer um, as we kick this time off and then we will be talking with Jennifer Ford Berry and she's going to be talking. I'll tell you a little bit more about her after our prayer and our first break. Father, I'm so thankful for you so thankful for the love that you have for us and I'm thank you for Mother's Day and what that represents and who that represents and how your blessing has been put upon women to bear children to nurture to mentor to love to sacrifice time and disciple new believers as children Lord I thank you for mothers and would you just bless them today Lord for those who are saying and they might be grieving the loss of their mother Lord, I pray that your comfort would just surround them today and that they would just have good thoughts, good memories, good smiles on their faces from the laughter of when their mothers were here on this earth. Lord, I also pray for those who may have holes in their hearts or they're waiting to be blessed with a child. I pray for them as well, Lord, that you know 
You're in control. You see. You are a God who sees. You're a God who blesses. So, Lord, would you undertake for all of these women that we're talking about today, may they find your comfort and your grace through the Holy Spirit. Also, Lord, would you be with our program today and every part of it? Would you meet needs and answer questions and meet people where they are? And that may glorify you. May we also know that the reality of truth of today and the scriptures are to give us hope for today. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back with Jennifer Ford Berry. And we're going to talk about Organize Now. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Ephesians 1-7, I am forgiven of all my sins. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. So glad that you are with us today. Hey, if you were with us last week, we had a couple people on. We had three people on and we're talking about 10 songs and nine stories. And it's about a concert. It's a beautiful concert happening this Friday night, May the 14th at 7 o'clock at the chapel. And it's going to be a beautiful time, and it's going to be some Spanish-type music and some songs and some stories. And we want you to invite your friends and show up. Hey, don't we need something for fun? You may even want to get up and dance around a little bit. And it is 10 songs, 9 stories, Friday, May the 14th, 7 o'clock at the chapel. But here's what you do need to do. You need to go online, Christian capital C, capital A, dot com. 
Christian, capital C, capital A, dot com and register because we need to know the number and for social distancing. But you're going to love it and it is totally free. It is a CCA fundraiser, but I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. I've heard it. I've heard the music. It's going to be a great time. Just something to lift us up, relax, and just really, really have a good time. I'm so excited about it. Hey, Jennifer is... Wow, I have had her on my program before. I've had her in uh, at spa days. I've had her at different types of things. And I want you to know that Jennifer Berry is a professional organizer and speaker. I know you're thinking already, I need her at my house. Really, I'm with you, girls. I'm with you. She is the owner of Organize This, a professional organization service, which she founded in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2002. And then she moved it. Thank goodness she moved it to the New York area, right? She started her own organization website, which is organizethislife.com. She also has a degree in marketing, and I'm telling you, God has used her all over the place. She is also a consultant for California Closets here in the Buffalo area. Jennifer also owns and operates Berry Patch Kids, a children's maternity boutique and mother time marketplace we're going to hear all about this plus learn some neat stuff today she is just a moving girl she is married and the mother of two children and i'm telling you she makes an impact wherever she goes and you're going to have an opportunity to win a book today and we're going to get right into it welcome jennifer how are you I'm doing great, Linda. How are you? I'm I'm good, and uh, I know you've been really pretty busy, uh, and you have a lot of things you want to share with us, and I just really wanted for Mother's Day to have you come on and do something a little different for Mother's Day, because I know the pandemic, people are saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I got a chance to clear this out, but more than likely, because the kids were home and the husband was home working and you were trying to work, too maybe things got a little behind and it's a little hectic right now, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I have seen more people getting organized than ever before. And I think a lot of it has to do with they've spent a lot of time in their homes this year. And when you're staring at those walls and all the things in between those walls, sometimes it gets a little overwhelming and you need to take some time out to just clear the clutter. Oh, I, I know. And your books are so helpful. I own the Organized Now, and that's a week-by-week -week guide to simplify uh, space and really de-junk and really help you not feel so overwhelmed and pressured. But I know for right now, you just really want to help us and give us some tips and talk about some things uh, and type of things that actually we can grab a hold of and use uh, in everyday life. Absolutely, Linda. I really want to just, you know, take this month of May and really just challenge the moms listening to join our 30-Day Mom Challenge and help clear out some of those bigger areas of their home um, that I think if you focus on, we're going to go over four areas, and if you focus on these four areas, you can make a huge dent in a small amount of time. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you don't have to just kind of fly from room to room to room either. I kind of get, I kind of do that <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I call that squirrel mentality, Linda. Where, 
I'm working with somebody in the kitchen and all of a sudden they're over in the bedroom and I'm like, whoa, we have to get back to the kitchen and finish this room first. Well, you kind of take a certain item and you want to put it then. Oh, yeah, that went back to the bedroom. So go over there and then you get interested in something else and you get sidetracked. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. It's very distracting. One thing I want to tell the moms listening that if you're focusing on a specific room, grab one of those just you know, laundry baskets, a plastic laundry basket, and everything that you find in that room that you're working on that does not belong there, just put it in the basket for now. Don't go take it back to the correct room because that's kind of where you get sucked into a whole nother hole. Isn't the kitchen one of the hardest things to reorganize and get get things in order? It is because we're in the kitchen the most. That's like the main real estate of our house. And there's also a lot of... Um, entertaining that goes on in the kitchen a lot of tasks such as cleaning you know cooking prepping so the kitchen is really important um for organization it's also the catch-all isn't it the counters you know we come in and put the mail there the kids come in and put their school books there their lunch bags it's just really not real good (laughs) it is a it is a dropping zone I see a lot of things that don't belong actually sitting in the kitchen. So it's probably, you know, one of the best rooms you can start with. So help us. So, okay. So this is what I want everyone to focus. It's, you know, I want you to take your planner out or your calendar out today. If, you know, if you're able to, and really just carve out a few chunks of time in your schedule to focus on the, this 30 day challenge. So if you're, for example, starting with the kitchen, you need to break this room into some bite-sized pieces. You're probably not going to organize the entire kitchen in one day. If you can do that, fantastic. But most moms that I know are so busy that's not possible. So you can start with, you know, for example, maybe, you know, Monday you carve out an hour and you do all the kitchen drawers. And then Tuesday you carve out another hour for all the kitchen cabinets. And then another day you focus on the pantry. This kind of takes it down into um, smaller steps so it's not so overwhelming. And one of the things I like to, you know, encourage people to do when they're focusing on an organizing project is to set a timer on your phone. So if you have one hour, set your timer. When the timer goes off, you're done. Move on with something else. Do not feel guilty. Oh, that's really good. Sometimes I even put on some music that's kind of uplifting and kind of uh, has a good beat to it. So I have a tendency to be more energized to actually get in there and do it. (laughs) 100%. I love doing that myself, Linda. I really, you know, like to blare some good worship music or some dance music. It just gets you in the mood. And again, if you're carving out this hour, it's not taking you all day. You shouldn't feel... Um, You shouldn't be focusing on anything else but this one hour and this one task at hand. That sounds so refreshing. Sometimes that's harder to do um, than we think it is. Um, How many coffee mugs do we really need? (laughs) Exactly. You know, things in the kitchen I notice a lot are with the intention of maybe or what if. So, for example, I'll see more coffee mugs than are necessary and when I ask the client, you know, why they have so many, it's usually, well, what if I have, you know, eight women over for coffee? And my question to them is, how often does it actually happen? So we really want to live, you know, be truthful with ourselves and really remember how we're spending time in this space. Because otherwise, every time you want to reach for that favorite coffee mug, you're pushing 12 other ones out of the way. 
Mm. What do you say about organizing the kitchen with all the... Um, I don't think appliance is the right word, but all the things like the the waffle maker, the blender, the, you know, all the things that we have. How can we organize those and actually determine what is really needed and what we need to get rid of? Because we all like to buy the latest new gadget to cook with. Yes, I see that a lot in kitchens. And I usually ask the person, you know, when's the last time you've used this? So maybe, for example, you, there is a waffle maker, but you haven't made waffles for your family, you know, in six months. Then it doesn't need to be in what I like to call the prime time real estate. It doesn't need to be in the main cabinets. It could be something that maybe you put in the pantry or you put in the basement and then you grab it when you need it. There's a lot of things like that in the kitchen that sound like they're going to save you time, but they really don't in the long run. And they definitely don't save you space. So be honest with yourself. One of the things I want everyone to remember that's listening today, regardless of what area you are organizing, is two simple questions. Ask yourself, do I love this item or do I use this item? Because that usually narrows it down. Yes, but Grandma gave it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and that doesn't mean you have to keep it. Sorry, Grandma. You don't have to keep things that someone gave you if you don't love them or use them. Mm -hmm. You know what I like to recommend? I would much rather see somebody take that waffle maker and give it to somebody else that's really actually going to use it rather than keeping that item out of guilt. And, you know, we really do need to share. You know, that's absolutely, we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the program and what you can do with some of these things because um, we need to uh, reassign them for blessing. Yes. I think that's a good way of putting it, don't you? I love it. <laughs> uh, we're about to go break, to break, but can you tell me one of the be- biggest mistakes in organizing the kitchen? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Biggest mistake is keeping way too much of one category, whether it be utensils, coffee mugs like you mentioned, plates, mixing bowls. Usually I find people have too much of the same category, so you really want to pare that down. Okay, very interesting. I'm thinking right away, I have three ice cream scoops. Perfect example. Yep, yep, we can get rid of them. Well, we're up to our uh, first break, or second break, actually, and I want you to know that our new endorsing sponsor is Tom Grillo, and he is a personal injury attorney. And what I really like about him is that he came up through the ranks. He came up through the ranks as a policeman. And retired from that, and even in that time became a detective. So he learned firsthand on the street, showing up at accidents, seeing attorneys represent clients in the courtroom. And so he has years of experience that just enhances him as a personal injury attorney. We'll be right back. One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. 
it's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's, education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit iknow.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. And my guest is Jennifer Ford Berry, and she is the mastermind of Organized Now in the ministry that she has. She's an author, she's a speaker, and God is really using her to help us organize our homes. Hey, we're going to do something a little different. We did, decided not to take calls, but we do want to give away a book because uh, we wanted to cover a lot of information. And but yet we want you to have a way that you can have a communication with her and maybe ask a question more pertaining to you specifically. So I'm going to give you her email address and it is organize at Jennifer Ford Berry, B-E-R-R-Y.com. You can do two things. You can ask her a question and she will respond back to you. You also can say, I'm listening to the radio program and I would like a copy of your book. So, and then she will pick uh, a person to uh, receive that book and she will mail it to you. And um, that way we will, we just have really helped you answer your own questions or you can comment to her. You can also give her your email address and then she uh, will pick a winner and mail that book to you. So just, I wanted to be sure and mention that and we'll mention it a couple times more because you may have a comment or a question. And of course you would like to get your hands on a book. I already know that because I have one and they are priceless. Hey, Jennifer, we talked about the kitchen a little bit. Uh, is there anything more you want to say about the kitchen or you kind of want to move on to the, to the master bedroom? Yeah, let's move on to the master. One of the things I really want the moms listening to realize is that you want your master bedroom to serve as a sanctuary 
if you're married, you want to serve it to serve as a sanctuary for your relationship. So there's a lot of things I find in master bedrooms that don't belong. That's a great time to grab that old laundry basket and fill it with things that belong somewhere in the rest of the house. And the other big form of clutter in the master is usually the closet. <laughs> so okay. let's cover Let's talk about that for a second. There's a rule of thumb that I love to share, Linda, about the closet. It's simple. Just like I asked before, you know, the, do you love this? Do you use this? The question to ask yourself in the clothes closet is, do I feel good in it? That's all you need to ask yourself because if you don't feel good in it, chances are you're not going to put it on your body. Wow, that's a that's kind of a new approach. We're all kind of waiting until we maybe lose that 5 or 10 pounds so we can get in it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing, somebody just asked me that. I was um, speaking down in Florida last week, and I got the exact same question. And my answer to that was, how long has it been staring at you in the face and has it worked? Has it made you lose the weight or does it just make you feel bad about yourself every day? If the, if it, the answer is a second, then put it in a bin away with an expiration date on it if you really can't get rid of it. And when I say expiration date, I mean give yourself a deadline. If I don't fit in this by, you know, six months from the date, it goes. But what's even more, you know, awesome is if you packed up those clothes and gave them to a local women's shelter then you know that they're in a you know they're actually going to be a blessing to somebody else i have a question because sometimes you know styles change and we all like to be kind of you know up with the styles and and wear the things that are in right now and have a couple of those outfits that you really you know i'm glad i got them and then there's other things that are a little bit more traditional and I will have to say, and I want to ask a question because I do have some things that I've had for a while and they're traditional and they've actually come back in. A traditional clothes sometimes just really um, have the test of time. How would you, what do you think about that? I absolutely agree that there are some, you know, statement pieces that if you pick them right the first time, you can keep them around for a very long time. Again, I want to go back to being honest with ourselves. You know, when was the last time you wore that floor-length sparkly, um, you know, cocktail gown? Just really being honest with how your lifestyle is now, not the kind of lifestyle you maybe lived in 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Think about mm -hmm. what's coming up in the future and try to stay out of keeping stuff for the, you know, from the past because it takes up a lot of space. The other thing I would say is if there's, a, say, for example, a two-piece business suit and you are still out in the workforce and you might, you know, see yourself going for another interview in the, in the near future, that's fantastic. Why go, you know, why replace it and spend the money? But just make sure you're not overdoing it. You're not keeping, you know, 20 items based on that kind of approach. Mm, okay. And I know you actually... People actually contact you and you help them come in. You come into their homes and you really help them being able to make those decisions, let go, and actually change things around um, perhaps in a little bit quicker way than if we were home trying to decide it for ourselves every, <laughs> every day. Uh, and you were talking about the bedroom. The bedroom needs to not be cluttered. 
You know, it's um, sometimes we eat in our bed, we lay in our bed, we watch TV, we're on our phones, we have our computer in the bed. Uh, that's really not really too good, is it? No, it's not. It's a distraction. And, you know, some of the stuff that you just mentioned becomes clutter and it affects our sleeping patterns. If we're, you know, trying to fall asleep and we see a stack of mail or paperwork that we have to look at staring at us as we're trying to get some rest, it makes it really difficult. So I really encourage, you know, people not to keep work items or paper or things that should not be in the bedroom. It should really be about sleeping. Um, And, you know, the other thing I wanted to kind of mention back with the closet is I love this idea. I call it a season swap in Western New York because we do change seasons. And a lot Mm. of times when I'm working with people, we, we focus on the next six months. So six months of you know, warm items for warm seasons and warm weather, and then we swap it out when it becomes colder. And then I find, honestly, Linda, women will, women especially we do this with, feel like they get better use out of all their clothes because they're focusing on less for that season. Sure, and you can always layer, but yeah, that's a good, that's a very good point because it does, it does change here in um, Buffalo area and, um, and, you know, if you lived in Florida or in Arizona, maybe it'd be a little different. But um, absolutely, we can do with less. We can. I, I really, truly feel like, and I've seen it proven over and over and over, when we cut down on what we're actually holding in our, in our homes, we become freer. We have more space. We have more time for things we want to, you know, really enjoy. We have more energy. So it it does affect us. Having those every closet and cabinet and drawer packed with stuff is not going to serve you well. No, and the more we have, the more we have to take care of, and that just puts Absolutely. that pressure. And I know in my home, if uh, if it's cluttered and things aren't put away, I feel I feel overwhelmed. And uh, for our moms out there, when the kitchen gets just in this mess chaos and things are all over the place we have a tendency to get short-tempered we have a tendency you know we just it puts so much pressure and stress on us that it's kind of you're kind of really like um every item should have should have its own home and know where it goes in the closet or the drawer or the cabinet you know and then it can be returned there and so everybody knows where everything goes Right. And that's the basically, I mean, you just nailed it on the head, Linda. Everything you own should have a home. That's how you know you're organized. And if you don't have enough homes for all the things that you own, you have too much stuff. It's pretty, it's a pretty simple formula. Yes. It wasn't that I was so smart, Jennifer. I've been to your classes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of what we're, what we're talking about. I really hope this is encouraging to women because we do have a tendency to get overwhelmed. And I think we've been overwhelmed for about a year now with so many things that now's the time maybe to, to be motivated and kind of take control of the things that we really can take control of and then share it and give it away to someone else who needs it. Absolutely. I find that spring is the perfect time to tackle this project because you can open the windows, you know, the sunshine, the birds are chirping, and you feel a little bit of an energy boost after the winter months. And it's a great time to really take this challenge and start going room by room clearing out clutter. And you know what? It's simple. 
I mean, the book you, you mentioned really breaks it down. If you need a step-by-step guide, you can find that with the book Organize Now. There's actually three um, volumes. But really, one of the other things you can do is make a master list and check it off one by one as you go. Don't move on to the second room until the first room is complete. Yes, what I really like about this for, uh, you know, Many moms are so busy, children, working, just all the things that they're involved in. Your books tell you kind of what to do when, that I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think, well, when could I do that? I just look in the book and say, okay, and mark it on my calendar, and off I go. So this is yeah. really, this is uh, really good to be able um, to do it that way. Let's talk about, I want to mention again that if you have a question or you want to make a comment, you can go to her email, organize at jenniferfordberry.com. You also can say, boy, I would really like a copy of that book. So when she's, everybody that emails her, she can answer your questions. She can talk about your comments. She can talk and give you suggestions back more specifically, but she can also put your name kind of in the hat for the book. Now, you were talking, I want to talk about this before we go to the break. You're talking about taking the 30-day challenge. Just talk a little bit more about that. Then after the break, we'll, we're going to talk about some other areas in the house. So the 30-day challenge is really pretty simple. It's about making that kind of bucket list of the things in your home that are just bothering you. It could be, you know, a drawer in your kitchen. It could be a... Um, countertop area. It could be your master bathroom. It could be your makeup drawer, your closet, your kid's closet. It can be anything. So dump all those ideas down on a piece of paper and start looking at your calendar and pick one little tiny task and put it on the calendar for the month of May for 30 days and see how much you can get done. It's absolutely amazing what you can accomplish. And I will even say this, Linda, if you're just starting out with this kind of process and you're feeling so overwhelmed, I even will send you a 30-day calendar that will help you that's already established. If you don't feel like making up your, you know, starting from scratch, I can send that to anyone that emails me. But it's really about carving out the time to get the things done in our house that we want to get done. If we don't make time for them and we don't put that on the calendar, something else or someone else is going to take that time and it will never happen. I, I truly believe that. And not only is mom overwhelmed and feels stressful and gets kind of short um, and feeling the pressure, your kids and your husband do, do too when there's too much and it's cluttered and it's out and it's not put away. Your home doesn't feel restful or peaceful. It's just more I have to navigate in my home and I've already been to school. I've already been in my office or I've come home and now I have to... Um, be in this environment too. So let's make the home a safe, peaceful, restful place that you look forward to to come back to at the end of the day, right? Absolutely. I, I always say that your home is the one place in the entire universe that is just for you and your family. It's a, actually a very special place. I One of the things that I love about my job is when we're finished with the process, my clients love their home more. They feel happier in their homes. Mm-hmm. They actually enjoy their home more. I mean, really, Linda, what's the point of having this, these homes if we're not appreciating them and being good stewards of them? Well, and it should be more than just a place to sleep 
and we come back at, at night and spend a few hours, your home is to be enjoyed. And it's in the fellowship of it, the, having people over, the community of it, and just the safety and security of what a home brings, especially now when we have so many things happening. Well, we're up to another break, and we must step aside for those endorsing sponsors. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with Jennifer Ford Berry and how to organize our homes, how to find that peace and that rest. We're going to tell you how to then also where you can take some things to give away, and uh, we're going to be talking a lot more. We'll be right back. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Feeling alone, depressed, unsure of the next step? Just talking to someone who has been in your shoes, who knows what you're going through can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716-464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29 11. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. Happy Mother's Day out there, ladies. And I just wanted to have something different on 
for Mother's Day um, this year. And that's why I invited Jennifer Ford Berry, because she is the master of how to organize your home. And also to know that you can, we all have too much and we need to have opportunities and ways to actually get rid of some things and bless someone else. So before we talk more about uh, the home, what is this virtual online Mother Time Marketplace thing going on? Jennifer? Okay. So, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so basically, you know, we've had Mother Time Marketplace going on for 15 years mm-hmm. at the Hamburg Fairgrounds. And I decided to launch a new online version of it called Summertime Marketplace. And it's going to be really, really fun. And all they have to do to, to join us is go to MotherTimeMarketplace.com and register as a consigner. The sale is going to take place from June 13th through the 16th online. Like you literally can shop in your pajamas. So it's going to be super easy. It's a great way for moms to clear out clutter, such as, you know, children's summer clothes, all those fun outdoor toys, furniture, home decor, um, shoes, accessories, sporting items. Those things that are just taking up space in your home and things that your kids have outgrown, and you can make money doing this. Um, so it's really good motivation, and it's the perfect time to do it this month on, during May with the Mom Challenge because you'll clear out stuff. You can make some extra money for you know a summer vacation or even put it back into your kids' college funds, and you can do it all from the, you know, the luxury of your own computer or your phone. Super, super easy. The other thing that happens is that um, we're going to list some local charities that while they're going through clearing out clutter and getting things mm-hmm. ready for sale, they can see the charities in their neighborhoods that are looking for items that they might come across because that's another big part of my ministry. Um, and it's just something that I really feel passionate about. Oh, absolutely. And so that you, that website is mothertimemarketplace.com. Right. Correct. And if they forget these websites and these resources, Linda, again, if they just send an email to organize at jenniferfordberry.com, I'll send all of that in the email to them. Okay, very good. And that... Now that you mentioned that, if you have a comment, you have a question, um, you can email Jennifer at organize at jenniferfordberry.com. And the fact that you have emailed puts you in the running for a book that she's going to select someone and send to you about how to organize your time. Wow, I really I'm really enjoying this, Jennifer. This is really helping so many people. Okay, we have to talk about the linen closet. Okay, so. This is big, so listen up, because a lot of people (laughs) listening are going to think that the linen closet's no big deal. But what if I told you that you could not only make your linen closet much easier to um, organize, makes it easier to put those linens away after you wash them, and you could help many people or animals with linens, then would you be interested in doing it? Hmm. Tell me more. So here's the thing. I find in linen closets that it's kind of an annoying area of the home for most moms. They just don't like to deal with it. Um, So first of all, number one, I want you to go through and just decide on no more than two sets of sheets for each bed in your home. That's really the limit. You don't need any more than two sets. Um, I'll be honest with you. I have one set 
per bed in my home because I wash them and I put them right back on. But I do know a lot of moms like two. Um, also, any extra um, blankets, pillowcases, hand towels, towels that, you know, surpluses of towels. I see that a lot. People have way too many towels. They don't need them all. Um, these are great things to pull out and to donate to your local animal shelter. I know a lot of people don't realize that, but the local SPCA, these are things that are listed right on their wish list. So it's really um, a good cause, and it will make your linen closet so much easier to maintain. I think that's beautiful. And I think, you know, for those of us that have lived in a, one place for a long time, we have accumulated and we just have never taken the time to do anything about it. And so that 30-day challenge and that mark on the calendar in one room at a time really helps us to be more successful in a short amount of time. So let's just work it into our calendar we have seven days a week. I would prefer you take the Sabbath as a day of rest this Sunday. Mm -hmm. But just to work it in and set that timer, I think we're going to be really surprised how much we get done. You'll get so much done, and you'll just feel amazing. You'll know that you're not just thinking about these tasks and wishing your home was more organized, but you're going to feel good that you actually made a step in the right direction to getting these things accomplished. So you know it's kind of off your to-do list. It's one less thing to worry about. And maybe you're getting your home ready for some visitors this summer or some um, family in, you know, coming back into town, things like that. You'll have more time to focus on the nice weather and less time worrying about clutter and cleaning up all these areas we're talking about. I think it's really good because I know there's a lot of people that are now, they, you know, they have empty nests, they're thinking about downsizing, and it seems overwhelming to them. Or they're thinking that, you know, perhaps a move is in the future here. Uh, why panic and wait till the last minute? Why not take the 30-day challenge? Why not go to even your website, jenniferfordberry.com, gives hints, gives suggestions. You even send out a regular email, I get them, to help us stay focused and have even other great ideas to keep moving us forward. I love it. Yeah, if they do sign up for the newsletter, they also get um, every episode of my podcast, which is full of, we like to say, inspiration, motivation, and organization for moms. So it's called the 29-Minute Mom Podcast. That will be sent directly to your inbox every single week, and it's full of organizing resources, tips, also a lot of amazing um, guests and experts and authors that moms would enjoy listening to, and it's all done within a half an hour. It's super simple. I really wanted to bless our moms today with that inspiration and that motivation because things do get overwhelming. And I know mom has to tackle this. I know it's not like a free gift unless they want to call you or set up a time through your website and say, hey, Jennifer, come to my house. I need some help, which you more than uh, are willing to, to do that. But I know the emotional part of moms and feeling overwhelmed, and yet you are giving us tips and practical things to kind of bite this elephant and get rid of him one bite at a time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our clutter and overgrowth. Well, you know what? We, we have a few minutes before we take the next break. 
And so here I think is a big item that is very overwhelming, which there's also difference of opinion when you have to draw everybody in or even a difference of opinion between a husband and wife. What do you do with all the kids items, the clothes, the toys, the favorites? What do you do with all that? So that is, again, something, that's one of those things, Linda, that if you if you still have kids in the house, it's a never-ending cycle, okay? So you just kind of go through these, the, I'll call them seasons. Once your kids outgrow clothing or toys or different learning items and they're past that season, ask yourself, are you going to have more children that will use these items? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. If you're not going to really consider either listing them with Mother Time Marketplace or giving them to local charities, because why not bless other kids with the things that are just taking up space in your home that your children are never going to, to use again? Uh, another great tip I want to talk about with toys is try this. You know how we talked about the season swap with the clothes? Mm-hmm. I like to tell moms to do a toy swap. If you went through your house and put away 50% of the toys into plastic bins and in three months brought those toys out and put the other toys in the bin, your kids will literally feel like it's Christmas every day. Kids forget what they have because they have so much stuff. I used to do that all the time because they get bored with the same things. And so it was nice. And we also had the toys that could come out when somebody came over and everybody played with them. We also had the toys that were just for family members uh, or children um, because the kids that would come over so they, you know, they get a little more rambunctious. But, yes, cycling them around uh, really brings interest and they don't get bored and it's really absolutely a good thing. One of the things my um, granddaughter she wanted to keep everything. She loved everything so much and her stuffed animals and all these things. And just to give them away, she was like, she felt like she was losing them. So one of the things we did was we showed her and talked to her about how she could give them away to help someone else or to serve something or to find a ministry that could use them. And she felt so much better about giving it away because of that it wasn't like they were just gonna go off and have no purpose or be thrown away but that it actually she knew where they were going it was really helpful to her to be able to let it go oh so helpful and you're teaching the child such a valuable lesson that when you are not using something you know when you're done using it to pass it on have an open hand, give to somebody else that's in need. I feel like if we can teach our kids that at a young age, not only will they feel great about themselves and they'll actually experience their own heart swelling, but it's a lifelong lesson that they can continue doing throughout their adult years. Mm. If if we could all live that way, the world would be such a better place. I truly believe Mm. that nobody in this country should be going without things, or even in the world, in fact, based on the amount of stuff that I see in homes every single day. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're going to take that next break, and we're going to be right back, and we're going to kind of do a summary and then wrap this up, and we're going to mention all the websites again so you can make a comment and even put your name in for a book. This is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and my guest, Jennifer Ford Berry. We'll be right back. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? 
Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. One minute you're living your life, the next it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on our program. We're going to give those websites and um, a couple other comments that you want to make. I have to promote this Organize Now book, Jennifer. I'm looking at the table of contents of organize yourself, your papers, your things, organize high traffic areas, organize personal spaces, organize story areas the office the linen the basement organize spatial events holiday party organize your trip organize your move back to school i mean this this is beautiful this is like the organized bible to me jennifer (laughs) (laughs) so let's tell them about the marketplace and um oh let's tell them about if they want to ask a question make a comment it is organized at jenniferfordberry.com that also makes you eligible for that book now tell us about mother time marketplace so Mother Time Marketplace, we're launching our first ever online sale June 13th through the 16th to get involved, to sell stuff, or to even get on the list to be able to shop. All you have to do is go to MotherTimeMarketplace.com, and you'll be you'll get all of the information there and be able to register. You'll find out the dates, times, all of that. So super, super fun. We can't wait to share it with everybody. Also, tell us about the 30-day challenge again. So the 30-day challenge, you can do it on your own or you can simply email me to the email that you mentioned, Linda, and they can ask you for a calendar that they can print off, but it's super easy. I want you to just focus on one small area of organization in your life every day for the 30 days starting today. Um, Just just simple things that you want to tackle. It could be, you know, you want to clean up that mail center in your room. You want to get rid of some papers that you don't need anymore. You want to clear out the, you know, tax documents from that will be after seven years. You want to maybe get rid of some clothing or do a season swap in your closet, like we mentioned. Little things that make a big difference is what I want you to focus on for the 30-Day Mom Challenge. Mm. You know what I love when you say purpose over possessions? It seems like um, our our possessions in life is ruling us instead of us living a purposeful life decluttered with purpose and your home is a haven with rest and peace in it it's it's time isn't it (laughs) it is time i mean if not now then when and you know if you're listening and you're a believer this is a great way to be a good steward of the things that god has blessed you blessed you with and you can pass things on that you no longer love or need. Um, and 
what you know it's just a really good motivating factor i don't think people realize how many organizations and how many people out there especially now during the pandemic really could use the things that are in your home that you're not using absolutely and i I guess i'm saying out there mothers happy mother's day give yourself the gift of declutter Give yourself yes. of living on purpose. So you're not always taking care of things, but you, when your family's home, you get to enjoy them and spend quality time with your husband, with your children. And when you take trips or you can enjoy all of that. And I think this summer we are really going to scatter and want to be outside like never before and just enjoy life. Wouldn't you say? I 100% agree. And I have a heart for moms in particular just because we have so much on our plate. So if you're listening today and you just feel overwhelmed and you are thinking, this sounds great, but I don't know where to start, it's easy. Send the email. I will help you figure it out. We have resources. We have things that are paid. There's things that are free. We have products. We have services, all sorts of things that will help you. There's no reason to feel overwhelmed anymore. So it's a great weekend to choose yourself and give yourself that gift of space and time. Absolutely. And it'll be so worth it. It'll be so worth it to be able to do that. Jennifer, thank you so much for being on our program today. And I'm so glad that I invited you on to just give our um, mothers some options to give a gift to themselves and to know that you have so many resources. They don't have to say, oh, I can't afford that. I mean, there's so many things that you offer and do that is so helpful that it's it you really uh, it'll be bad if you don't contact Jennifer, actually. <laughs> so, Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the program. I love having you on. I love what you represent. Your heart, uh, you are a believer in what you then are giving away for people to give away and help you, helping to serve others and to serve God for his glory. Thank you, Linda, for having me and all that you do out there for the kingdom. I really, really appreciate it. And happy Mother's Day to everybody listening. Absolutely. We're so glad. Hey, we're going to be at the top of the hour, and we'll be right back, and we're going to be talking to Rob Palazunski of Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry. Don't go away. One minute you're living your life. The next, it's turned upside down. An injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli. I received a miracle that day and as a result of my storm, 
total breakthrough was birthed. My team and I have ministered to hundreds of thousands of people across the U.S. and Canada and have received tens of thousands of prayer requests. When you submit your prayer request, our team of partners not only will pray for you, but will also follow up with you by phone or email. God is still in the miracle working business, and I'm living proof of that. If you have a prayer request, I invite you to send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. That's totalbreakthrough.org. Thank you, and God bless. Helping you find balance in life. Here's today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We are at the top of the hour. We are starting our second hour of today's Living Hope. Happy Mother's Day out there. I am Linda Penn, the host, and I am welcoming now Rob Palazunski of Absolute Truth and Prophecy Ministry. And we have some updating that we need to do. So I'm going to jump right in because there's been so many things happening. And one thing about today's Living Hope is we face the reality of today in order to know and have the hope for tomorrow because we have Jesus and the Word of God. Well said. Wow. It's like maybe you do this for a living. Oh, maybe I do. Yeah. Yeah. You (laughs) know what? This is seven years going on eight. Maybe I've learned something. (laughs) I don't know. Rob, you've got to help us. This is moving fast. Yeah, lots of stuff. I, uh, there's a, a main subject I want to get to today. Before that, I'd like to make some comments, very quick comments on in two areas. Number one, the election. There's, there is an audit going on in Arizona, Maricopa County. They're looking at 2.1 million ballots. The Democrats are trying to stop that with everything they have. And right now, we know that there are government planes flying over there with the capability to spy on your communication, to gobble up who you're speaking with, what direction things are going in, and and then identify those people and continue to spy on them. You've got the Arizona Secretary of State and some uh, nonprofits attempting to interfere with this and shut it down. I heard that George Soros was involved with getting in on, on the on the floor of this. Now, this audit is supposed to be done by the 23rd or the 4th or the 24th. Biden won Arizona, I think, by 10,000 votes. And if if these votes flipped and, and some people are estimating that you could see a million votes votes flip, that would mean Arizona actually voted for Trump, President Trump. And if Arizona flips, other states are kind of eyeballing it to see if they want to do their own audits. States like Michigan and Georgia and Pennsylvania, the ones that were uh, all in question. So This is, is going to be really interesting because if this really does flip in these other states, then there's so many other things we need to talk about and what if and who and yeah, what. And there's so, no mechanism for removing no, a president under, yeah. under this. So, so it's, we'll it's, see how this develops. Yeah. But we have some other things going on, and I watch this one very closely, and that is the vaccine, vaccine danger. Yeah, it, it's uh, they are downplaying it. They are pushing the vaccine, but they have already reported over 3,000 deaths to something called VAERS. Uh, it's the Vaccine Adverts Events Reporting System, and over 3,000 deaths from the vaccine. There was a vaccine earlier in, in this century, I can't, maybe 10 years ago or so, when they reached 54 deaths, the government shut it down. Here they've allowed over 3,000, and that information is from April 25th, I think. And, you know, there are multiple dangers for people who have uh, taken the vaccine. And, depend, you know, the studies are coming out. They're looking at doctors are speaking up. They, what these vaccines do is they produce spike proteins 
And these spike proteins are now found to have attacked, be able to attack 27 different types of human tissues. That could cause a cyclotene storm, lead to death. Uh, they attack the motor, motor nervous system. It can aggravate or even cause diabetes. You, you can have an autoimmune disease develop in about 48 weeks. We are not speculating that these things could happen. We are finding results that they have happened. Yes. I mean, obviously not, not the one 48 weeks out. Yes. Because that is yet to that, be yes, but seen. But we have proof. I know when you do your work, you uh, right. and I've seen the statistics, and I know we've had several people here die who have had the vaccination, got COVID, and died, but we don't hear that on the news. No, it's because it's a coincidence. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I mean... Things About Today's Living Hope is about facing reality of today for hope for tomorrow and know what God is really doing, but be informed. Yeah, and, and now we've got this new thing going on. People are getting sick who are hanging out with the vaccinated. Doctors are starting to see this. There haven't, haven't been full studies on it yet, but if, if, Linda, if you were vaccinated and I'm hanging out with you, I could come down with something. But it is mo- this is affecting mostly women. Uh, but men too, but uh, menstrual difficulties, heavy bleeding, miscarriages, reduction of breast milk. We need to know it today. You know, we're celebrating Mother's Day tomorrow, and we know that these uh, things have happened and that after taking uh, the vaccine, um, there's been a number of miscarriages. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Mr. Good News today. I mean, well, and absolutely, because you, you know what? This doesn't matter if you're not affected. But if you're the one affected and you've lost a baby or you've been affected about some of these other things, then it matters, you know? Yes. If it, it's you that died, then yes, it matters, and, and, and you know? If, and if they're hiding this on, pers- on purpose, this is criminal. Uh, there was a, a gathering of five doctors who have been looking at this. Uh, some of the names might be familiar. Uh, one was Carrie Mayday, Dr. Carrie Mayday, she was talking about how the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines uh, use nanotechnology, which uh, hydrogel nanobots that they're that they're putting in us. It, and she talks about the danger in this in this uh, substance, how it can suppress our immune checkpoints. And here's the really scary part: it can be triggered on demand by. 5G technology. So does that mean that's going to compromise our immune system? Because all of us out here, we're taking everything we can, the vitamin D, all the stuff, we're taking all the extra stuff. Uh, I'm even taking black seed oil, and we're boosting our immune systems. And you're saying that these can actually diminish our immune system. That's what these doctors are saying. There, there's a number of them that are that are pushing this. So we, you know, we've, and, and we've got to remember, and it, they don't even claim it, in, in their patent documents, the vaccine is not, the shot is not a vaccine. It is not a vaccine. It, it does nothing to protect you from viral infection. It cannot stop the spread, and they will even say that. Well, they're even saying we're going to need a booster in, in the future and some other things every 9 to 12 months, and then they're already saying there will be another virus, and we'll have to deal with that. Oh, so they, yeah, they're ramping ongoing. this up. Supposedly there are 89 vaccines waiting in the wings. I saw that figure yesterday or today, and and I mean that's a ridiculously large number. I, I I can't even imagine. Well, it's been a little increased. If you're a mother out there and you know, I know the vaccines without knowledge way back when for my child compared to what now, and it's tripled, quadrupled, and it's getting quite uh, out of hand. 
Absolutely. Yes. So now I want to get into the into the main subject of the day, and hopefully I'll be able to get through enough of this. I started running a series uh, mm-hmm. this week in my newsletter, which you, you can get by going to atpministry.com. The name of that series is called UFOs, Transhumanism, and the Days of Noah. Okay, that sounds crazy. It sounds like you, we should all put our, our tinfoil hats on and, and go forward, but these things are connected. And they're becoming true. Absolutely. That's the scary thing. You know, I mean, we, we know that uh, the Pentagon is supposed to release information on UFOs uh, in June. In, in, in June. But how does this connect biblically? How does this connect to prophecy? Well, Jesus in Matthew 17 said this, And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage. Until that day, Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it also was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so, it will be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. So we got to ask, what does that mean, the days of Noah, the days of Lot? Uh, I kind of broke it down into six areas that I can see. Number one, it was a time of unbridled violence, and we're watching violence explode all across the globe now. Number two, it was a time of incredible sexual depravity, and we see that here with you know, the LGBTQ MOUSC movement that's, that's going on out there. It, it, it's just huge. And Genesis 19 even talks about how the men of Sodom surrounded the house that Lot was staying in, demanding to be allowed to have... Uh, their sexual way with his visitors, which, by the way, were angels, so nothing was going to happen. But well, I, I want to throw in a scripture here that I came across the other day about all all the things that we're talking LGBT and all these things. Deuteronomy twenty two five it says we are not to be um, changing and dressing opposite and, and those kind of things. So no, the, the, the scripture even talks about that. Absolutely, I mean, this, it is anti scriptural. The third thing, homosexuality would be normalized. And if you look at the Babylonian Talmud, which are Jewish commentaries written in the first century after Christ, that the only time when homosexual marriage was approved was in the time of Noah and Lot. Uh, Number four, it was a time of scoffing at God's word. We know that Noah preached the gospel for 120 years and had zero converts. You know, that, that doesn't help your uh, your money raising for going off in, in, on missionary <laughs> trips either. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, everything that we experience and every answer is in the Word of God for everything in our life. Um, I'm even seeing, I read the other day, Isaiah 3, the chapter, and it's like, oh my gosh, it sounds like what we're in right now. I've read through the book of Jeremiah when people would not listen and judgment came. Uh, we see what's happening. Things are being fulfilled. Amen. All, all the time. And we've got to do another program on Israel and what we see happening, you know, because our topic with you twice a month is different every month. So uh, I'm already going to say I've got to put my request in. We've got to okay. see okay, we'll, we'll, the surrounding. We'll, we'll, we're gonna, we've got to get on that topic, too. <laughs> we'll plan that. And the fifth, the fifth area, I said six, but it was, it was five. The fifth area is, is the craziest one. Uh, in the days of Noah, it, it, this kind of explains all the others. It is going to be a time of the return of the Nephilim. And if you don't know what Nephilim are, we're going to read a scripture here that will sort of uh, give you a good idea. It, it's actually called giants in some of the translations. 
Uh, they were the product of the sexual unions between the fallen angels, the ones who rebelled against, uh, that went with Lucifer and rebelled against God, and the daughters of men. These rebellious angels had corrupted the DNA of mankind. Think of that, because that's going to come into play here. And, and they actually created a, a race of their own making. Genesis 6-4 explains this. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men. By the way, sons of God is B'nai Ha Elohim, and it refers to angels. Mm-hmm. And, and in this case, specifically the fallen angels. When the B'nai Ha Elohim came into the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, and the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Those were, you know, what some translations are called the giants. We refer to them as Nephilim, too. So... And we are actually, the scripture tells us they, they are going to return. If you look at Isaiah 13, I'm, I'm going to actually read this out of the Septuagint, which uh, was a preferred, uh, was, it was set up by 70 Jewish scholars, where we get the word Septuagint. The vision, this is in Isaiah, but he, he calls them Esaias. The vision which Esaias, son of Amos, saw against Babylon, lift up a standard on the mountain of the plain, Exalt the voice to them, beckon with the hand. So he's beckoning to somebody mm-hmm. here. Open the gates, you ye ruler. I give command, and I bring giants. They are coming to fulfill my wrath. Okay, when, when does this happen? For behold, the day of the Lord is coming back, which cannot be escaped, a day of wrath and anger to make the world desolate. And Babylon shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited and monsters shall rest there, and devil, devils shall dance there, and satyrs shall dwell there. And that is um, Isaiah 13, verses 1 through 3, verse 9, and then verse 19 through 22. So they are coming back at the end. They're coming back at, during the day of the Lord. And we're going to, do we need to go to a break now? or? Um, actually, we have two more minutes if oh, you want oh. to finish a thought. Okay. So let's circle back to Genesis 6 here. Remember I said that it was all about corrupting and changing the human genome. Well, mm-hmm. it, so it's about creating creatures not created in the image of God, in, in the Imago Dei. And you know what, Linda? That's exactly what's going on today. Only they're, they're doing it genetically. They're doing it through something that they call transhumanism. I have seen... That I have seen posts on that. I have seen even Facebook things on that, what you're talking about today. This just seems unbelievable, but I want you to know Rob doesn't do anything without checking it out, knowing the source, and that these things are happening. They're happening. They're not conspiracy theories. They are not. They're I know it's, if, if you're not familiar with this, it might sound really crazy, really but it is, it is not. If you go to my website and read my newsletter, I have all the sources there. Absolutely, and you need to go to atpministry.com. We are up against a break. We're going to step aside for our endorsing sponsors. When we come back, Rob Palazunski has a lot more we need to inform you about, so don't go away. For years, you've been suffering with health problems. You've seen one doctor after another, but your symptoms haven't gone away. It's time to seek a natural solution. When the right combination of natural health therapies and whole food supplements join forces, you have Synergy. Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. 
At Synergy, we teach our patients how to thrive holistically because God designed the body to heal and function on its own. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. We have successfully helped patients battling health issues like acid reflux, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autism, autoimmune disease, infertility, and much, much more. You can take control of your health without relying on medications or surgeries. Get rid of the pain, depression, exhaustion, and so much more and start living the life you were meant to live. And it starts with a simple phone call. To make an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman, Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. In His Name Outreach is a nonprofit, faith-based counseling and community resource center. In His Name Outreach provides a network of support using biblical principles to help you overcome and find freedom from prevalent issues like anxiety, stress, and the devastation of addiction. You can also choose from a variety of options such as certified coaching, recovery services, counseling, and so much more. The experienced staff specializes in the three E's, education, encouragement, and empathizing to build and restore brokenness. In His Name Outreach is here to help you get back on track so that you can be the person that God has meant for you to be. Check out the upcoming classes to step into the new field of peer advocacy. You can transform a life. To schedule your life-changing appointment, call today at 716-464-3681. That's 716-464-3681 or visit iknow.org. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911. Hey, we're in this life together. Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad that you are with us. Hey, happy Mother's Day out there. And Rob Palazinski, we're just bringing all kinds of truth here. Uh, And some of this we've talked about uh, with the vaccines and everything. You moms and you pregnant moms, you need to know these things out here. But now bring us up to date. We're talking about several different things on this half hour. So, um, Well, we had just entered transhumanism and and how that ties into uh, Genesis 6 where they... Uh, got together where fallen angels got together with the daughters of men and created a new race called the Nephilim. Well, that is sort of happening now through science. And I want to give a definition of transhumanism because, you know, perhaps a lot of people aren't familiar with it. It it is a international intellectual and cultural movement supporting the use of science and technology to improve human mental and physical characteristics and capacities. Uh, another definition tells us that it refers to an evolutionary transition from the human to the post-human. Post-human. They want to go beyond the nature that God gave us. In their terms, they're, they, they believe this is an improvement. They're playing God. I mean, they, they're doing nothing less than, than... I mean, even with the mRNA in the vaccines, they're playing God. You know what, this, um, that was the first thing I thought of when you were reading the definitions, playing God. The other thing, <laughs> the other thing in my spirit just came up was a red flag and alert, alert, alert. 
this is actually going on. This isn't something dreamed up. They're working on it. Yeah. Oh, and, and this was there. There have been Christian transhumanist conferences going on since at least 2018. I don't know if there were any before that. And I mean, the, the two don't match. But but somehow. Very liberal Christian players decided to buy into this. Uh, it, it's an amazing thing. Um, they see it as an opportunity for science, faith, and technology to work together to create a new future. They, part of this is, is we, and we've all heard of artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to combine digital computer technology and neuroscience, our brain science. And in the not too distant future, they actually believe that they can replicate the circuitry of the brain and house it in some kind of robot equipped with sensory organs. They're working on synthetic brains. They're, one company is working on a mind uploading service. You can upload your mind to the, to the cloud. Then that also tells me they can control the mind and tell it what to do, when to do it, oh, and absolutely. how to do it. Absolutely. Um, where is this coming from? Can I, what does the guess, 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 who's working on this right now? Well, I mean, are you talking humanly? Humanly, country. Humanly, it's, it's, it's all over. China is, re, is, is really big in this, but, but so are American scientists. And China is allowing uh, scientists from other countries to work in China because Western mores will not allow, not allow them to So our American scientists are going to China to work with them? I, on don't this know endeavor? That, I don't know that for certain, but I know they can. I do know Spanish scientists have gone there, and, and I'm gonna, I'll tell you about okay. something that they, that they created in, in, a, in a little bit here. Wow, I want to know more. They're, so you know, what they're doing is they're working on, on building a machine that has a brain identical to the human brain. Sensory organs, a nervous system, a mechanism for for energy autonomy, and it can replicate itself asexually. So, is that life? You, now, I mean, now you, I, I know, I know what you're saying, but you get into this, you know, like how do you define life? Then I, this is where they're we're going with this. They they want to change human beings through nanotechnology and genetic ma- manipulation. We heard. In the first uh, segment here that I, I spoke about, Dr. Kerry Mayday, mm-hmm. who talked about the nanotechnology being introduced with the shots. I don't know about you, but I don't think God's going to be very happy about this. <laughs> no, I think he puts an end to it. This is when he says, you know, I'm done. All, you know, all life would perish if the time were not shortened. And I, I believe that that scripture applies to this because that, that's that's where this is going. I mentioned China. Here, here are just some of the things that are going on in China. They're working on super viruses. Well, I didn't think there'd be just one. <laughs> I mean, let's be <laughs> yeah, honest. They're More's working. Coming. <laughs> yeah, they're working on super virus, viruses. And I haven't had a chance to read the article, but I saw a headline today that said the U.S. State Department has has uncovered a uh, secret document that the Chinese had uh, with with a plan to. Uh, to create the COVID virus and use it in, as part of World War III. They're working on head transplants. They've actually done animal head transplants. They're working up to doing a human one. They're working on pig-monkey hybrid combos. Frankenswine. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's not mine. Some, I, somebody no, labeled somebody it. Somebody had to give that, that a name, right? Because yeah. uh, I actually saw a picture of it. This is just really interesting to me that this is actually going on. 
I mean, this isn't something they're thinking about. They're working on. They're this working on it as we speak. There's yeah, people I, I in saw places. a picture of the pig monkey. I, I mean, did too. Yeah, pig, I did too. Yeah, I mean that, that's pretty wild mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, the Spanish scientists—they created a human-monkey hybrid, a human-monkey hybrid. They aborted it after 14 days, but what about next time? And now this all gets to—I know I got to go quickly. <laughs> yeah, we got about six more minutes. <laughs> okay, the UFO alien connection. You know, like I mentioned earlier, the Pentagon is set to release information on UFOs mm-hmm. and, and, and ETs uh, beginning June of this year. And they, over the past, past couple of years, they've been admitting and releasing videos of UFOs, things that they've always hidden before. And it's interesting that at the same time as this release is going on, the Catholic, the Society of Catholic Scientists is scheduled to hold an annual conference entitled ET, AI, and Minds Beyond the Human. So they are preparing this. Fully half of that conference is going to be talking about the crazy stuff. And the Vatican is involved as well? Yeah, the Vatican really seems to be setting people up to accept space aliens and the preparing people to even have that alter the gospel. You've got Vatican astronomers in Arizona. They have their own uh, facility out there using a giant telescope looking for alien life. Tom Horn has written about this pretty extensively. you got high-ranking Catholic churchmen talking about baptizing ETs. And, and I want to give this quote from a, a Vatican insider. His name is Father Giuseppe Tazalaniti. Uh, he says this, Contact with aliens would not immediately oblige the Christian to renounce his own faith in God simply on the basis of the reception of new unexpected information of a religious character from the extraterrestrial uh, civilizations. But that such a renunciation could come soon after the new religious content is confirmed as reasonable and credible. Once the trustworthiness of the information had been verified, the believer would have to reconcile such new information with the truth they already knew, conducting a rereading of the gospel inclusive of the new data. I don't know about you, Rob, but right now I need some scripture. (laughs) I need to know some scripture for sustaining hope, sustaining grace, and uh, enabling faith right now. So let's end with some scriptures because that's what's going to carry us into hope for today. I hear hear what you're saying. I looked at uh, one of them that I absolutely loved was Isaiah 43.1. And it's speaking to Israel. But I I believe that it it is also speaking to us personally, because after all, we were grafted in. But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, O Linda, or put your name, insert your name there. And he formed you, O Israel, O Linda. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. If If God has called you, if God has has called you into that fellowship. You are his. He is not going to abandon you. Mm-hmm. I mean. Absolutely. He is our hope. That's why we want to live in hope. We want to know the scripture. We want to be praying like we did at National Day of Prayer. We want to be moving forward. And we want to rely on his scripture. He is in control. He knows what he's doing. He wants us to be prepared. Number one, where are you going when you die? Where are your loved ones going when Absolutely. they die? That- we need to be sharing the gospel we need to be in the scriptures and our sustaining grace is what he says in his word we are his and there is no time like today right now there there is no 
No. All you have to do is recognize that you have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know that you need to ask him for forgiveness. You can pray a prayer like this if you're listening right now. Lord, I know I've sinned. I know I need to ask forgiveness of my sin. Lord, I ask you, forgive me of my sins, and I invite you into my life. And I want you to be in charge of my life and give me the hope that we're talking about today, even though when we hear truth and reality. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And the salvation is not in the prayer. It is in the walking out of it. And it, yes. But if you, if you entered in sincerely and you continue to seek him, God will complete the work that he started in you. That's right. And your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you will have eternal life. This isn't the last stop. <laughs> this is <laughs> right. this is temporary. We're going to spend a lot more time in eternity. And of the two places, choices that we have, heaven or hell, I choose to be in heaven. Right. And you know what? And, and, there, and there's no holding place. You're right. Two choices. There's no, well, I can pay for this in, in that third place. Oh, <laughs> no. No. Yeah. And God didn't send you there. You made the choice not to believe in him and go with him. And no, once you are physically dead, there is no holding place and you don't get another chance to choose. That's it, because the soul, the body is dead, and the soul has to go one or two places. It'll either go to heaven or it'll go to hell. Rob, thank you. You always bring us truth, but you always bring us hope. You always bring us hope. Well, thank you. I, I love these conversations that we have here. And we need to have them. We need to have them. I love having you on the program twice a month. And, hey, you got to go to ATP ministry.com sign up for the newsletter and some other things and get informed be in prayer and know what's happening in our world hey we're at the bottom of the hour when we come back it's going to be dominic zaccarelli and we're going to talk about the celebration of mothers see we've included mother's day in every segment of today's living hope we'll be right back one minute you're living your life the next it's turned upside down an injury leaves you with physical pain, financial stress, and the uncertainty about what lies ahead. But when you have a personal injury attorney that fights for you, you can begin to get through these challenging times. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo, an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, slip and falls, defective products, workplace and construction injuries, and much more. I am proud to be with a firm that has been protecting the rights of injury victims for more than 50 years. My personal goal in every case is to protect the rights of our clients and maximize their financial recovery. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury, I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. And please be sure to mention that you heard this ad on WDCX. Attorney Advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Visit todayslivinghope.org or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. 
walking with you through the trials of everyday life. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. Happy Mother's Day out there to all of you ladies. Uh, And um, we prayed for everyone at the beginning of this program because you are important. Uh, Mothers um, today, mothers who have lost mothers, mothers who are waiting still to be mothers, I want you to know that God knows and we've prayed for you and his blessing is upon you today. Happy Mother's Day out there. Oh, and I have to say, Dominic, happy birthday to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. I was actually born on Mother's Day, so I'm actually, uh, which is tomorrow, but I was actually when I was born, I was born on Mother's Day. But I'm excited to be here with you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What a, yeah, what a blessing to have your birthday on Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I was my mother. You know, she's, um, I, we, were, we were calling around the way here. We were, she's got Alexa at the hospital. She's in rehab right now. And I said, mm-hmm. Mom, say, Alexa WDCX Radio. So we are practicing. Hopefully, if you're there, Mom, happy Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and now she can hear you. Oh, that's great. That's well, wonderful. Well, yeah. Your mother's 94 years old. Yes. Oh, oh and what a blessing she's been to you. Oh my gosh. This is a great story. You have to you have to just kind of be with us now on the radio because God uses moms. Oh my gosh. Yeah, moms are yeah, that's it. Well, that's why I came today. She said, "Let's talk about Mother's Day and uh you know, my mom has been awesome. She's been a great reflection of, you know, strength and in love and encouragement and peace and she's an overcomer. So, um you know, I also want to say Happy Mother's Day to my wife um, because I can't forget that. Oh, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, she's she's been awesome. Um, I know I've I you know wanted to share uh, about her, and then you know there's a couple other things there. I don't did you do we find our stuff or? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I found my notes. I got uh, notes from the previous hour and a half, but I yeah I'm okay, on. <laughs> okay, good. So we um. One of the other things, too, is that, you know, I think if you're a mom out there and, you know, sometimes you just feel, you know, overwhelmed, tired, defeated. You know, sometimes you just uh, feel like you want to quit. And then, like my mom, you know, she somehow she gets this inner strength. Maybe for us Christians, that's the Holy Spirit. But we get the inner strength that she just all of a sudden it's like she's got one more thing to do, one more person to touch, one more person to inspire, you know, one more thing to accomplish. And uh, I just watched through my whole life, and it's, I think that's a characteristic of, um, actually, that's a characteristic of you, Linda. I could probably describe you, too, because it's just amazing. There's some, you know, there's women out there that are very, very inspirational. And um, if you're a mom out there, it's so important because, you know, me going through all that I went through. My brother's with me today. He went through uh, cancer treatment, and, you know, I had my heart attack and went blind. And I, I really believe that some of the things that she said to us over the years, I can just think right now when my brother was going through his, for, mentioned the first time he had, you know, the cancer, she goes, Michael, you'll be okay. Like, she just, like, it wasn't even a thought. Like, she doesn't like, oh, my God. You know, she goes, Michael, you'll be okay. Like, she just, she speaks life into us. You know what I mean? So. Well, and she's been an overcomer for years. If she's 94 years old, I can't, I mean, she could write a book, probably volumes of what it means to be a mom and, and, and overcome and all the things that she's seen that she's matured in and walked by faith and how God has carried her. Well, yeah, and if you do write a book, Mom, if you're listening out there, I want half the proceeds just because <laughs> I was part of that, right? Um, so anyways, yeah, she is, um, well, she's been a great example. And, and so, you know, one of the, the uh, part of the story is and that she was, um, you know, just about six months ago, she started with this thing like, Dom, 
uh, I want to get out of here. And I'm thinking... Tell her, tell us where she was. Well, she was in her apartment. So I'm thinking, you want to move? And she goes, no, I want to I want to get out of here. And I go, what do you mean you want to get out of here? She goes, I want to be at the Lord. You know, she goes... And she had... Um, when she was saying it, and I'm going, Mom, but we want you here. And I was giving her 40,000 reasons along with my brothers and family of why she needed to stick around. We needed her. And she just... But the great thing about it was when she was saying that, which to me when I left there, she had such a peace because she has a relationship with the Lord. And it's, I, I think as moms too, you know, it's so important that you show that to your children too, because it's knowing that she has that relationship, you know, it just kind of passes down. It just gives you this like, oh yeah, right. Like no matter what happens in this life, we're going to be with the Lord someday. And she was just ready to go. And I thought, well, wow, that's really cool. Like I wish, that's a great attitude. I don't know how many people have that attitude, but so that was it. And then she went, um, so then all of a sudden, uh, about a month ago, you know, after saying that, she ends up uh, having uh, an infection on her leg, and she became septic. She had um, high blood pressure. She had heart issues. She's in the hospital. You know, and you could only think, because you're going back to her piece, like, is she just going to let go here? You know, because she said she wanted to go. And so, you know, we went in there. My brother flew in from California, and we really, you know, um, my family's all there, supportive, and and then you can see that, um, you know, something changed. Like, that wasn't her goal. Like, it wasn't to go home. Now it was, you know, it wasn't to go home with the Lord. It was to go home. And um, we found out that we needed to get her to um, a rehab, even though she wasn't totally, um, you know, as healthy as they wanted her to be. But if she didn't go to a rehab, her legs were going to get so weak that they thought she might not walk. So we made the decision to send her there. So she's there, and we're thinking, okay, now is she going to have the, now she's got to get her legs going. You know, it's like she's 94. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the background. I'm hearing, you know, like, where is she really at? You know, does she really? But she she came up with this thing. She had one more thing to do. She goes to me one day. She goes, well, they told me, and now she hasn't even walked yet. You know, they're just trying to, they're working on her legs. They told me when I go to 50 steps, that's my ticket home. And all of a sudden I realized that, wait a minute. She wants to go home. I mean, she's setting goals. She's setting one more goal at 94. And it was great because I knew now that there was something. And I, I didn't know what it was, but there was something that changed her thinking from six months ago. Like, I just want to go. So whatever that was, it, it just it inspired me because then I'm hearing her tell us. And I think that's why our family's like this. We're, we're you know, we're goal setters. And, you know, I think she I think you know, my whole family, you know, my my three brothers and my sister, you know, we're, we're overcomers. That's my mom. You know, like we've, we've been beat up and, you know, you feel like you're beat up and spit up. You just get up one more time, you know, and she says, she says to me, I'm going to, I'm going to get this. So the next day I call her, I go, mom, how you doing? She goes, I walked 25 steps and tomorrow I'll be at, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get to 50. And I'm going, wow. So she had a goal and it, it kind of <laughs> sounds like, and you know, this has been a year for all of us to have obstacles and we, and having to, things are just really different. So she, you know, while she was thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'll be safe if I go up to my heavenly father, but then she got another breath of fresh air and said, you know what, I, I'm going to take on this challenge and I'm going to make it an opportunity. I'm not going to have it take me negatively. I'm going to have it take me forward. And that's what overcomers do. Yes. And I think, I think, I don't know what that one thing was, but I know what it, I know for me what it was. It, it, it inspired me that I've got goals to set 
I've got more to do. I'm watching her going, and 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 I I believe we're gonna it's gonna come out. I don't believe I believe that the Lord has got something one more thing for her to do. You know, and it's just amazing. So if you're out there, you know, as a mom, and you know, we're talking about moms today, and obviously this relates to anybody, but if you're a mom out there, I, I it's so important, and I know. It's been so tough over the last year, and we all could just, like, want to vent. But sometimes I think it's so important that you, when your ch- children look at you, they just see you as a source of strength, that they just see you as you, who you are, because that's what moms are, and that's, you know, or, you know, women in your life, you know, if you're, I just know that that's how it is with me. It's so awesome when you see, you know, um, a mom like that. You Your know. mom has taught you to have strength and be overcomers for the things that now has happened into her, her children, and that's not to be taken lightly. I think that is the the strength of the family unit and what that means, and that's why we have moms and dads, grandparents, great grandparents. We have children. We we have grandchildren. It is the solidness of what God has established for the home to be, and we know in those nurturing core years how important a mom is yes. you can't get around it no and I, I remember i think when she was a couple of birthdays ago we all went out with our family and we we're sitting around a, a you know this huge round table at an italian restaurant we're italian right and and she's yeah everybody's kind of sharing a little and i remember of, of my mom and it was so cool to hear the whole ta- table just share and you could say it came from the heart and I remember for me I mean I, I was like almost crying because I was thinking of my life and I'm thinking I don't know like going through my heart attack and going blind I can hmm. oh my gosh I don't think I would have been that person without her in my life mm. like I don't think I would have just heard the words of my other brother now think of this my other brother's telling me out of my coma you know, um, this is what you're going to be doing in your ministry in six weeks. And, you know, like, I'm not even, I'm not even supposed to leave the hospital in six weeks. And so, you know, when you have a family, when your brothers and my sister, they have that same attitude. Like, we always encourage, we always inspire, we always root, we always Mm -hmm. are there. As soon as my mother, my brother flew in, you know, as soon as I was in, I mean, my whole family flew, when I was not, they, there's calls every day, you know, we are constantly, and that all came from my mom. We are supportive because she is, the word I can say for she's been, you know, I can use the word love, encouraging, um, you know, she's peace and overcomer. And she is always, she, she just, I, I said that day, I said, y- you are unconditional love. And I think even sometimes, I was saying, we were talking recently, like, I think mom unconditionally loves us, like, she never really disciplined us. Like, we were talking the other day, Linda, and you were saying how you're more of a disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. And my, my mother kind of just, like, she unconditionally loved us in so, so submission. I think there's something to be said about both sides of that. You know, you need a little both. But yeah, you need you know? balance. That's for, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. You know, but feel, but knowing, you know, you can discipline, but discipline without love doesn't go anywhere. But love without discipline probably doesn't go well, anywhere either. We right? know that, you know, just d- discipline or legalism in the family relationship without love and that wholesomeness, the only thing you usually get is rebellion. So it sounds like your mom um, <laughs> kind of worked both of it. And how many sons? Three sons and sure. one uh, yeah, daughter? There, yeah, there was... Uh, four sons and one daughter. Oh, yeah, four. Uh, listen, <laughs> yeah. that's enough to make her an overcomer right there. Are you kidding? Yeah. Four sons and a daughter? Yeah, and then she, and my dad, you know, and he, he, he passed away um, 
he was a veteran and he he had a lot to do with you know the war and what and and he he ended up with some you know mental uh issues that you know we saw through the years and my you know so i saw my mom deal with all of that and never complain so if you're a mama i mean there's just so many things i know it's so easy i know it's it's easy for me to say don't complain if you're a mom out there but it just really it was it's it's you're, you're, it's just so amazing the effect it had on us. So, so <laughs> what you're saying is uh, to our listeners out there, honor your mom today. Honor oh. her. Oh, call yeah. her. Whatever you need to do, honor her. You don't know how much longer you're going to have her. And remember the good things. We all can, yes, we all have things that make us and make us sad. And sometimes they're tragic and we get through them. But you know what? We get through them. And that makes the family unit stronger and that's why you're honoring your mom by talking about her today. Oh, my gosh. It's like the greatest thing in the world. I hope she's listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh, so she went from that, you know, we go talk about her story. So she, so she went to the 25 steps. She had to get to 50, right? So the next day I called her up, and she was more enthusiastic. I'm thinking she's going to, you know, how long is it going to take? And she next day she goes, I did my 50. And I'm, it's like I'm going, I'm like a, now I'm like a cheerleader. Go, Mom, you know, like because I'm thinking, well, that's like she's telling me. And she's got this, her goal is to get home. And then, you know, as we're talking along, you know, she said, I got to 100 steps. And, you know, now we still have to deal with some things that she's still going to need some other care. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, but her, she's telling me the phone, you got to, you got to find that other care because I got to get home. So, you know, we got to get together like, like now and start talking about what we could do as a family to make sure she can get home and that there's enough 24 seven care for mm-hmm. her. But, so she know. can still enjoy her home as long as she can. Hey, we're up against a break and we're going to step aside, but you're going to want to come back and hear more. Maybe you need encouragement today on how to be an overcomer or know that God is going to help you in the struggle that you have. But we are honoring moms right now. We're going to take a break, and I'll be right back. Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and we're talking with Dominic Zaccaroli of Total Breakthrough. Did you know that God designed the body to heal and function on its own? Hi, I'm Jimmy, founder and owner of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness here in Western New York. We teach our patients how to thrive holistically with natural therapies and whole food supplements. If you've been suffering with health problems, it's time for a natural approach. You have the power to take control of your health. To schedule an appointment with a Synergy team member, please call us at 716-264-4248. You can also check us out online at 716synergy.com. Imagine your heart stops beating for 23 minutes and your loved ones are told you would either be brain dead or dead by the morning. I don't have to imagine that because it happened to me, but because of the power of prayer, I'm alive today. Hi, I'm Dominic Seccaroli, and as a result of my storm, total breakthrough was birthed. If you have a prayer request, send it today by going to our website, totalbreakthrough.org, and click on the prayer link at the top of the page. Thank you, and God bless. One minute you're living your life, the next, it's turned upside down. Hi, I'm Tom Grillo an attorney with the law firm of John J. Froman Attorneys at Law. We represent clients who have sustained injuries from car, truck, motorcycle, and pedestrian crashes, and much more. I personally invite you to call me today at 716-855-1222 or go to our website at FromanLaw.com. Attorney advertising. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Feeling alone, depressed, unsure of the next step? Just talking to someone who has been in your shoes 
who knows what you're going through can make all the difference in the world. No problem too big or too small. In His Name Outreach has now added counseling through FaceTime, Skype, and various other options to meet your needs. We also offer classes remotely through a Zoom format. Come enjoy a class or counseling appointment from the comfort of your home. Call In His Name Outreach at 716-464-3681. For I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 2911. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Join Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn each Saturday. Hey, happy Mother's Day out there. We are really celebrating and honoring mothers and giving information for mothers to know about and even how to organize. We've just done it all this two hours with Today's Living Hope. Right now I have Dominic and we are honoring your mom, Dominic. Yes, Josephine Securoli and uh, 94 years old. She'll be 95, right, Mike, and, um, this year. So, yeah, it's awesome. And then, um, uh, oh, so I'm in a Bible study this um, this week, and all of a sudden, um, uh, good friends of ours, and you know uh, Linda Griffin, um, mm-hmm. you know, and she wrote a, she wrote a book, and um, we're going to read it. And so while we're there, there was a um, somebody just opened her book up and started. It was talking to God and read it, and I'm going, wow, that. And I said, well, that's like if you were talking to a mom, too. You know, it kind of like said even, you know, because moms are a reflection. <laughs> moms are a reflection. We're all a reflection, right? But moms are a reflection. My mom's a reflection of God to me, right? So mm-hmm. she's a light, you know. Um, so I thought we would, um, I think at the bottom of that, I don't know if you have, is there a scripture at the bottom oh, of Oh, yes, there's a scripture. Yeah, why don't we read that first? That'd okay, cool. this is Proverbs 31, and it's verses 28 through 30. Her children stand up and call her blessed. Her husband also rises up. And he praises her. He says, many women do excellent things, but you are better than all the others. Charm can fool you. Beauty fades. But a woman who has respect for the Lord should be praised. Praise God. See, Mm. well, that's for you. Okay, just. (laughs) Oh, thank you. That's from the Proverbs 31 for a Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah. And then um, you have the name of the book there. Um, I do. The author, Linda Griffith is the author. And the title of the book is Words to Nourish Your Spirit. Yes. And she's uh, they're just awesome uh, friends of mine. And I know that she uh, was with you at the chapel. Mm hmm. So, yeah, let's read this, and then we're going to read this. It's called Talking to God, then we're going to read it again because it's for moms, too. That's how I read it, but Okay, we're going to read it, uh, and then we're going to insert a name. Talking to God gives you trust and peace, whether it's about the joy in your life or challenges where you need advice. You trust and you know deep down that you can share your words and know that they are just between the two of you. It may be a journey that you've taken before or a new one. That you're not familiar with, but you know that each word is listened to and you find God's peace in each of them. You know that by faith, each of your prayers spoken to your loving God, who you trust and gives you serenity, gives you the comfort just when you need it. He also gives you courage, perseverance, and hope for your future and most importantly he gives his love to you so continue talking and sharing your thoughts as his promises are true he listens to everything from you so as as you 
is what I'd like you to do again and uh, is now moms read this so we're going to read this like we're talking about a mom that's it so just it's just, okay. just read it again. But okay. now now everybody, as you're listening to this, like we're talking to, you know, your mom or if you're a mom, we're talking to you or, you know, this is who you are. You know, it's talking to God, but this is who you are. The words are just so like, for me, this is how my mom is. So, okay. Go ahead. Talking to God gives you, mom, trust <laughs> and peace. Whether it's about the joy in your life or challenges where you, mom, need advice, hey, mom, trust, and you know deep down that you as mom, you as a mom, can share your words and know that they are between the two of you, between God and you, insert your name. It may be a journey that, mom, you have taken before or a new one that mom oh wow it may be a journey that you're not quite familiar with but mom you do know that each word is listened to in your word as a mom will find god's peace in each of them hey mom you know that by faith each of your prayers spoken to your loving God who you as mom trust and gives you serenity will also give you mom the comfort just when you need it he also gives you as a mom that courage that perseverance and hope for your future and I'm going to add here in your children's future and most importantly gives his love to you, mom out there. So continue talking and sharing, mom, your thoughts, your fears. Because as he promises, he does listen to everything that you say. And he will answer you, mom, as you go forward. Wow. Yeah, it's great. It's like, that's good talking to God. It's like thinking about how your mom is to you and thinking about how God is to moms. You know, it's, it, it's just, it was really cool. So when that opened up, I just kind of related. Uh, I th- was thinking about my mom when I was, you know, reading that. So thanks, you know, thanks for doing that. And Linda, that was, that was awesome. Um, we, uh, so we really yeah. got to remember, dude, we need to be talking to our God and that um, sometimes moms get so frustrated and we, they think they're all alone uh, and especially those late nights when they're rocking that baby or they can't sleep, but they got somebody right there to talk to their God and that he hears and that he answers. And most importantly, he sees, doesn't he? Well, yeah, he sees. And then the strength that they mm. get from that conversation is the strength that my mom got and that she passed that down to her children. And now we have, you know, we have duplicated that and we just duplicate what she did. We go to the Lord. We get our strength, and you know we go still go to her. Because okay, she's got you, t- you tell me that she's had strength. She's an overcomer. Is she a little spunky too? Uh, she could be at times. Like we all have our, you know. I think um, you know Michael here is he's he. My brother's with us uh, today in the studio. He's he's her favorite because you know he's uh-huh. her, he's her favorite. My brother Joey, he he picks on her, but he he does a lot for her. My brother Rich is you know. He's out of, t- you know, he, she tells us all what to do. Like, she's, you know, she, she's still funny. My brother comes in with a beard. Jo- Rich, 
you got to cut, you know, shave that off, you know. And it's really funny. Um, so she's she was in rehab. So my bro- it was on my brother's mind so much that he actually, before he left to go back to California, he shaved it off and went looked in the mirror or looked at her window at the rehab so she could see him. So it's, when my mom talks, we listen. That's, all. <laughs> <laughs> so That's wonderful. We don't even have time to tell about all the funny stories that actually happened oh, oh. with five kids in the house and all the things that happened. Oh, no, I don't tell you my past because then you won't think that I'm this person that sounds like I am on the radio, but I'm not. I'm not <laughs> exactly. I got a past. Isn't it great that we have moms to give us hope? We have moms that still even nurture us no matter what age we are as children. You know, she's 94 years old and she still looks at you as her children, uh, not as adults, but as her children. And that's. <laughs> yeah, and she'll tell you <laughs> what to do. And I, I, I hope you've enjoyed this part of our program today because I hope it's made you laugh. I hope it's made you want to honor your mom, remember your mom. Pray as a mom uh, for those of you who are struggling perhaps with a hole in your heart that your mom has passed. Know the good times. Know that God is in control. For the moms who need strength, who want to be moms and still are struggling with that, know that God hears. He answers and he knows. And we have hope in him. As we close, we have about two and a half, maybe three minutes. Um, uh, Solomon just told me two minutes. What are two things, Dominic, that you can say in two minutes that would encourage the moms out there from the encouragement that you received from your mom? Well, I think the first thing I can encourage you to do is, you know, I think the key to my mom was was to really, you know, she always points to Jesus. She always tells us. She's always telling, do you go to church? You know, she's (laughs) always she's always saying it's, you know, you know, her strengths come from the Lord. So I think it's important encouraging you that if you do that, then your strength will come from the Lord because your children, you know, really, really, um, I think we all rely on that mom. If you have a mom, you know, strength. The other thing I would say, if you're a mom and you, you're already there, there's probably other people that don't have good moms. And, you know, maybe you can, you know, be that mom for somebody else too. You know, you could be the person in somebody else's life because it's been so vital in my life, you know, and if you don't, if you're a uh, a woman out there that doesn't or somebody that doesn't have a mom you know go search for somebody that could you know that could be that person in your life because they're so vital they're so vital i mean i mean yeah just because you haven't had it physically had a child doesn't mean you don't get to nurture or mother or uh, come along someone as a woman to share that's titus too right there the older teach the younger and so that's a blessing that we all have and that's the blessing you had with your mom but if there is a need to go outside the biological family that's what the church is for and i think moms never stop never stop loving on your children by telling them what to do and i am that's because my that's what my mom does Well, we are so glad to hear she's doing well. She's up to 100 steps, and now she gets to come home and tell you guys more, and you are going to work as a family um, to see that her needs are met. Hey, out there today in our listening audience, (laughs) we do love you moms, and we care about you. God mostly cares about you, and he hears your prayers, and he knows. So honor your mom today. Reflect on how... God has given you strength to be that overcomer no matter where you are in life as a mom. You never quit being a mom for sure. Hey, this is today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. We'll be back again next week from 1 to 3, and we hope that you will join us. Take care.
preceding program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.